0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Future of BizTech. I am your host, JC Granger. I have with me here Chris Liu, who is the co-founder of Copy.ai. Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what it is that Copy.ai does?
1: Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, so Copy.ai is a company trying to harness the power of large new AI models. And to empower businesses, we're starting off by helping tackle marketing copy, social media copy, and we believe it's the end of writer's block. So what we do right now is very much help people brainstorm new angles, new ideas. Um, As any business owner knows, you have so much copy to write. And AI, while it's not as good to write it for you, it can at least get you 80, 90% of the way there and then have a human, you know, edit the last little bit. And it's ready to go.
0: I love that tagline, end of writer's block. Like, and that, that's a bold statement to make. You know, and for anyone listening though, just for transparency purposes, I am now officially a client. <laughs> I'd actually asked Chris to be on the show because I loved your software so much. I was actually kind of blown away. I, I was telling you, Chris, that there was only two fields it asked me to put in when I wanted some subject line for email suggestions. And it was basically just like, oh, tell us the name of your company or the service And then like one or two sentences tops about the service. And I was like, okay, well, that doesn't sound like a lot. And man, the results that came in, I was like, this is gold. Like these are really, really good.
1: Yeah, thank you. These new AI models have a recent advancement that's been mind-blowing. Basically, there's this premise that if you train a larger model, it gets smarter. (laughs) And so they pushed it to the limits. And this is 10, I don't know, 100 times larger than the previous model that existed. And it turns out it ended up being quite coherent. And because of the size of the model, it has a lot of knowledge inside of it. So it can generate copy for almost any sort of industry, any sort of niche, even products that don't
0: exist yet. So let me ask you a question here. I mean, so you know, we touched on a little bit, like it helped me personally with email subject lines, but you know, what are some of the major things that your customers or subscribers or whatnot are using copy AI for?
1: Yeah. Some of the more standard copywriting formulas are still really hard to brainstorm as a human, especially if you don't know the industry as well. So a lot of freelance copywriters, they would use our tool do a first pass, almost like a research, say, Hey, what are the pain points? How do I agitate these pain points? And they would copy and paste and they will get a good feel of the industry that they're trying to write for. Other tools that people have used significant amounts of is blog ideas. It's like, you know, generating an entire blog and then, you know, having it coherent and having other ideas to write about can be a huge pain. Product descriptions, social media captions all kinds of marketing-related copy. Right now, we are very much focused on shorter form. So this is much more around ideation, around smaller you know, pieces of content, like a call to action, maybe an email subject line. But we do hope in the future to offer longer form pieces of content that can really drive traffic or improve and make businesses a lot more efficient.
0: What about sales copy? I mean, we, we talk about you know, uh, marketing copy and, you know, website copy, you know, you're talking about that, but what about like sales copy? Does your system do that well or at all? And then if so, you know, what kind of feedback have you gotten from it?
1: Yeah, it does. But right now we do the pieces of the sales copy. So, you know, we have the a social proof text, we have, you know, a cliffhanger tool where it tries to write a specific story in the sense of like a cliffhanger that tries to get people to, you know, scroll further down the page. Um, We have call to actions. uh, And we have one of my favorites is actually feature to benefit. So you can just list out the features of your tool, and then the AI tries to brainstorm them into benefits. Um, And then to even before you even focus on, you know, the sales page, we have a value proposition tool, which from jacobmcmillan.com helped us create and He's like, you know, most business owners don't even know the value proposition or how to even think about their value proposition. So you type in a simple thing, we help, you know, small businesses write marketing copy with AI, and then it will spit back, you know, these specific
0: value propositions that would make sense for your customers. And how like how predictive, or how about this? How how fast is it learning right now? I mean, uh, is what can you tell the audience about? Like, where did you even get? The database to start with, right? you have to start somewhere. So, you know, what kind of tools or databases are maybe public or out there that can be, you know, for, for this AI, like what's it built on, I guess is my point.
1: Yeah. So um, it's this new model called GPT-3 and it's a pre-trained transformer. So a lot of the training data happened back in like 2019. It basically is trained on a lot of text that is open uh, licensed. So think Wikipedia, you know, blog posts, they have to basically go out and scrape the web they claim it's uh, took about 10% of the internet. So it's a significant amount, but it's mostly English based. I think the internet in general is mostly English as well. So that's what it's trained on. What we're trying to do though, is to add an additional few layers of context to this large pre-trained model, because some of the data may be out of date or, you know, we wanted to do very specific things. but yeah, it's insane what it already knows. It's not as good as generating, you know, factual data, but it's great for brainstorming, you know, angles and storytelling and finding a coherent way to tell the story.
0: Yeah. No, I, I find that the hardest part of copy is, is sales copy, right? You know, so and, and everything kind of contributes to it really. If you think about, it, I guess anyone listening owns a business, you know, everything you're doing is sales related somehow, right? You know, when you're, and so you know, email subject lines, the email copy itself, you know, like you said, you know, value propositions, all that is has one giant goal of making sure that the, the recipient reading, right, understands and wants to, you know, buy your service or product. Um, but how easy is this to use? So, you know, I've used it, so uh, of course, but can you explain to the audience, you know, what walks someone through visually, well, verbally, <laughs> I guess, but uh, to paint the picture of what does it look like, you know, they first sign in after they subscribe and let's say they pick, you know, email subject line or a sales copy or value prop, how much work do they have to do? Like they click on the thing they want, but then what do they have to do? How easy is it? And then what is the results? What is How does it walk you through the end product of it?
1: Yeah, great question. We try to make it as simple as possible, and then we will make it more complex as we go along. So from the vast majority of the tools, there's only two inputs, a name and then a description. Sometimes it's not necessarily name and description. Sometimes it might be an intent like, hey, this is an email, but who is the email for and what is it about?
0: Name and of then, what though? Name of, of the product service, uh, name of the yeah, company whatever,
1: person? Whatever you need. So if you need you know, a landing page for your company, then it's the name of the company. If you want it for a specific product line, then it could be for a specific product. About Make it as general as possible. And then you just click create once you fill those two fields out. And we give you seven to 10 results every single time. That you could create unique results that then you can you know choose your favorite. What we realize is this is an entire new field called generative AI. And you know, if you think about AI like another person, they're gonna have a lot of ideas, but you have to filter through the ideas to find the ones that speak the most to you. And so ultimately there's a human curation aspect of this. So our job is to try to surface as many ideas. And then it's your job to try to find the ones that you really like. Mm -hmm. And then you ultimately can copy and paste it out of the app and use it wherever you'd like. There's a bunch of websites actually already that use a lot of copy from Copy AI. One of my favorites is this tagline, a broken link is a broken promise. And it's for a business that's, you know, basically it's called permanent links and for ebook owners. Our, our sellers, they will take a link and then make it permanent. So then you'll never lose, like, you know, you know, you'll never get redirected to an error page. Cool.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, you know, where do you see, you know, the future of this going, right? Let's say from the industry itself, right? I mean, you know, you guys do something that, that I haven't seen done that well in a long time, but you you will have competition obviously, right? So, you know, competition can make you better, but where do you see the future of, you know, AI when it comes to writing and capabilities, you know, into long form into essays, maybe like, you know, where, where do you see just the general industry going in that five-year mark?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Our North star is empowering people. There is this narrative out there that AI is going to take people's jobs. And we just don't subscribe to that. We think AI plus humans will be even better. So... Um, We really, really want to focus on creating features that would help the humans get the results they want. Right now, we only have two fields, but as people look for very, very specific needs, the AI will need more context. So new features would include, hey, understanding more context about like, who are they? What is the brand voice? What is the tone? you know what's the purpose and if we can understand that we may be able to generate results that are going to be much more targeted long term we really think that you know entrepreneurship will be easier Anyone who right now, you know, might have to hire an entire team just to get a company off the ground, we're already starting to see some solopreneurs, you know, get going, you know, with the advent of no code, low-code technology and social media networks, but it's still really, really hard to just get everything that needs to happen to start a company. And so our goals are to lower those barriers one at a time as well.
0: Are you struggling to generate warm leads fast for your B2B tech company? Do you wish you could hand off the entire process to a team of professionals and have leads flowing in daily to fill your pipeline, and convert to big ROI sales? Well, at Infinity Marketing Group, that is exactly what we do. We are lead generation masters who specialize in the B2B tech industry. So whether you're in hardware, software, or even tech services, we here at Infinity Marketing Group can turn your company into a lead generation machine. So for more information, visit our website at www.infinitymgroup.com, email us at info at or give us a call at 303-834-7344. We look forward to helping you realize your revenue goals. Let me ask you a question here. This is kind of a hypothetical, right? Because if I'm kind of asking where the future of the industry is going, where this AI could go, not just for copy AI, but just AI in general that does content. Let me ask you a question. Let's say three, four years from now, do you see it possible to have an entire book written for yourself? Now, obviously, you have to have more fields you fill out. But there's one thing I know about, about book writing is that there is a method to the madness, right? There are courses out there that say, listen, if you're going to write a book of this style, whether it be sci-fi over here or you can write a book about educational stuff. There are people who have created breakdowns of like, in the order of when you need to be, you know, saying these things like, you know, and there's just like movies, right? There's always a flow and there's a climax. And then it comes down, you know, the good guy wins, you know, there's a flow that works that is received well. So I guess my question is, hypothetically speaking, do you see either the industry or your company having the ability where if someone filled out enough fields of Q- Q- a and style, that entire chapter or an entire book could be rough draft written anyway for someone. And then they can go in and just basically edit. like you could write a book for yourself based on, you know, throwing your thoughts into these Q and A's and then have the whole book written out. Like, what, do you see that even being possible here soon? Yeah, I think that's definitely possible in three
1: to four years. It might happen sooner than that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's dog years when it comes to AI, right? Like it just happens so fast, you know? Right. This new technology has been around for about like just under
1: a year now and we've already seen insane amounts of advancements. Um, The AI does struggle right now for longer, like very, very long form, just because the context window of its understanding is relatively small, hence why we're starting with shorter form uh, text and content. Within the next year, you're gonna be able to program with this in natural language, which is gonna be insane. And then I think within the next year, you'll also be able to describe an image mm-hmm. and then the AI will draw it for you. And not just draw it, it will like render it and
0: make it feel like, you know, realistic. Yeah, I didn't think about that because we were only talking about text, but there's obviously an image capability here. And maybe one day, even video, you know
1: video we've seen we're seeing early signs of it so if you search up video gpt there's like this algorithm out there that can try to predict the next second of video but it's it's very very rudimentary um the more processing power the more
0: you know Yeah. now that's the future right there now that's the, the answer to my question right like you know seeing being able to advance to images being able to advance to and hell i mean you know digital paintings you've got nfts now where it's like People are talking about, you know, uh, proprietary images that are owned specifically. Imagine being able to create your own starting with some platform like this, and then you can go into Photoshop and do the rest. Then you digitally own it. I mean, I mean, there's some crazy stuff that could be down the line here just from this base foundation that you guys and the industry are building, right? Yeah,
1: it's absolutely mind blowing what's possible here. And we're really, really excited about it all. We think that there's some insane stuff. I don't know if you, uh, you know, everyone can see these images. On
0: yeah, the well, on YouTube, yeah, they can see the the background image. But you have to make sure you paint the picture for the audience uh, listening.
1: Got it. Yeah. So right here, this is a futuristic spaceship scene in the style of, I think it was Blade Runner. Okay. Kind <laughs> so of see it. This is AI drawn. Wow. Um, one of my favorites is actually this, which is uh, Van Gogh
0: of Miami. So we were in Miami. <laughs> Showing off people, but um, this is really. Yeah. I mean, digital art. People can. I mean, artists can start using this stuff at least as a as a place to start, and then they can edit from there if they wanted to.
1: Exactly. This is a sunset at Big Sur. I don't know how easy
0: it is. Oh for the wow!
1: They're absolutely gorgeous. And You're
0: ridiculous.
1: What, yeah. What we think is that we're at the very forefront, and right now it works a little bit better for these more abstract types of artwork. But it's yeah. going to get better and better, and the capabilities have been shown to be insane and it seems like you can just
0: scale it (laughs) You just me whatever where did you get those like did you were you messing around that was there a website somewhere that that just does that image stuff you were talking about
1: yeah this one is a um it's called a google Colab, which is actually like it's like a python notebook that you can run in the cloud oh okay Um, and this is done by a guy named ryan and he has a Patreon page where you can subscribe and he releases new
0: models for you. Huh, to so cool. And yeah. You'll have very- to send me a link to that after this, because I just want to check out more of those images. That was really cool. Yeah. We'll that's do- amazing though. That that's where, I mean, we can surmise that, you know, in that three, four, five year period. I mean, imagine where it would be by then. Right. I mean, you're right now you're talking about, you know, ending writer's block, but there's creative block in general. I think that it sounds like it could really help with an end. I mean, even for, for painters, Right. For digital artists, you know, again, videographers, but, you know, talk an AI that can that can take all the raw footage of the video mm-hmm. and chop. And then we already see this in apps. Right. Apps are doing a really good job taking videos that people uh, put into an app. And then it makes like, like Magesto, I think it was or Magisto, or Majesto. It's one of those. And it does really good at just coming up with really cool stylistic parts. But those are more template based, whereas I feel like this AI could start be more intuitive about what would really draw people into a video. Because it can listen, it can see, you know, and then it has all that data to build on. So, I mean, that's incredible of where it's going. But let's ask now about where Copy AI is going. My audience loves to hear about new things coming down the pipeline. So, what can you tell us in advance of what you guys are coming out with that's not in the platform right now? And granted, give or take, it's about two months before this drops from when we're recording. So, you know, you're safe to have it secret for a little longer.
1: Yeah, no problem. Yeah, we'll see. In two months, I think there's a good chance that we will launch some of these or at least the early signs. What we realize is we have the building blocks for longer form, for very specific things like a sales page. Mm -hmm. You know, like we have a hook, you know, we have some social proof, we have potential testimonials and we have benefits. Like we should be able to help someone brainstorm an entire page and you know mix and match and really generate stuff that's going to be custom for them we have all the tools for a custom email drip campaign can you imagine you know a unique email abandoned cart campaign per product that would be hyper personalized yeah there's
0: we think we can really create
1: these build- These are launching
0: soon these things you're talking about right here this, this drip series
1: yes nice. uh these cool. can all be building blocks to something much, much larger that would be much more useful for a business. Yeah. It's really exciting stuff.
0: That is really cool. Well, let me ask you a question here. What kind of advice could you give the audience and whether it be the best advice you've ever been given or just advice that from your experience in you know the startup world and AI and things like that?
1: Finding leverage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything is about leverage. So, you know, our mission is to give our customers the most leverage possible. Recently, you know, we're testing some of these tools and I had a high schooler write blog posts about stuff that they had no idea about. So one of the blog posts is about bowling balls. How do you choose top 10 things to think about when choosing a bowling ball? She had no idea, but she was able to create a first draft thousand
0: word blog post in 15 minutes. In 15 minutes? 15 minutes. With knowing nothing about the topic at all? Knowing nothing about the topic at all. That is it's impressive. Apparent.
1: And so that is leverage, right? You can get an intern who normally, would you know, the best thing they can do is help you bring coffee maybe. Yeah. But now they can actually contribute at least a first draft, at least get to something where it's like, whoa with like 10 minutes of editing this can become a publishable piece of content. Wow. Social media content same exact thing. You know, we are seeing a lot of young uh, college students using our app and becoming their own social media managers, you know, creating their side projects and we really believe in that leverage. So for us that's something we focus on internally a lot and then we also try to think about how can we bring this leverage to our customers.
0: That's really cool last question who would be kind of like your perfect client like what kind of industries or job titles are you seeing signing up for your service who's getting the most benefit obviously anyone listening can probably figure out how to make this beneficial to themselves but just kind of like who's really gravitating towards copy ai right now
1: yeah solo business owners right now find the biggest value. And that's because they're doing it themselves. Yeah. Um, they can't you know, scale themselves well enough. And if they do try to hire other people, sometimes it is, gets really, really expensive and you're not too sure about the output. So there's this, this like sweet spot. Social media managers, they are able to unlock so much time. I consistently hear from them being like, this is a lifesaver. They're on the content treadmill and every business today knows that You know, the content treadmill is really, really important. The second you stop making content, the second you become less and less relevant. And not only that, there's more platforms than ever to post to. And each platform has its own unique, you know, aspects to it. So people use our tool to really be able to give themselves leverage to create a piece of content across, you know, 10 different platforms and really, you know, get the reach out there. So social media managers, you know, their biggest pain point is writer's block. <laughs> sure. You know, when you try to That's say a the lot same they have to thing to come up with. Exactly. You're trying to yeah. say the same thing in 10 different ways to 10 different audiences, you know, on five different social media networks. After a few hours of that, your brain is dead. Here, they can just constantly click the button, change a few things, and all they have to do is select the ones that they like. And they absolutely love that. Some people are like, man, I've been able to do my entire month's worth of social media in like four hours. There was another person who's a social media manager. They found the app at like midnight. They worked until 6 a.m. because they were so excited and completed like two weeks worth of work. <laughs> so it's unbelievable leverage. The last one would be ad agencies. So right now, ad agencies find a whole whole lot amount of value just because, you know, they're limited by other people. And when you're able to click a button and get an idea back for a client that you might not have the most knowledge about, it's powerful. You really understand their business at a deeper level and the AI can really, you know, brainstorm the pain points that their clients have. And we are consistently seeing it being very accurate. Um, as a matter of fact, we are testing some basic ads with a um, an agency and their customers of ours. And, you know, the, the results are just astounding. So those are the early customers. But in the next few months, we think that we're going to be able to provide a lot more business value across a lot more businesses.
0: Well, I'll say right now, as, as a marketing agency owner, I'm already using your software. I mean, you know, the, a lot of times people come to me to be on the show. You're one of the few people that I reached out to. And I was like, I need you on the show because <laughs> I think what you're doing is amazing it worked about 10 times better than I expected it to at this stage of its development. So I love it. And uh, I already have my people taking a look at it. So anyone listening, I recommend going to copy.ai, check it out. It'll kind of blow you away. And it sounds like you're going to even, by the time they even hear this, it's going to be even farther along, which would be really cool. So let me ask you a question here. You know, how can people reach the company? How can they reach you personally? If, you know, if they have a higher level partnership thing or something like that, give us a little bit of info, a little contact info here.
1: Yeah. You can email me at Chris at copy.ai. I'm very, very responsive. I do actually all the customer support right now (laughs) uh, myself. And the other place to follow us would be on Twitter. So Twitter has been our channel we are building the company fully openly. And so we've hired from Twitter. We share monthly updates about our revenue, our strategy, our plans all on Twitter. And the goal is really to inspire more entrepreneurship and also really showcase what the power of this generative AI is. We really believe that we're at the beginning of this new wave and you know, people have been scared, but we are really, really excited. Like any new technology, there are some things that may disappear, but this will empower people beyond their
0: wildest imaginations. That's amazing. Chris, listen, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to you again and uh, seeing all the new advances of copy AI. Thanks again.
1: Thank you, JC. Have a good one.
0: Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Future of BizTech. I hope you got great value out of our discussion today. If so, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate it five stars. This helps the podcast jump in the ratings to help other techies like you and I find it too. And remember, if you own or work for a B2B tech company and you're looking for highly targeted hot leads delivered to your inbox daily, my agency, Infinity Marketing Group, can help. We've been in business since 2010 and have helped hundreds of companies just like yours make millions of dollars in marketing and lead gen ROI. So be sure to visit our website at www.infinitym, as in marketing, group.com, that's infinitymgroup.com. Or you can email us at info at infinitymgroup.com. or you can call us at 303 834 7344. We look forward to talking with you. And I look forward to you listening to my next episode of The Future of BizTech.